for your life as always i'm the middle brother jesse joined by older brother john and younger sister amy how are you guys doing good good <laughs> yeah doing really good at podcasting <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> not doing great at podcasting yet everything else is good good but We'll, we'll get this though. This will be awesome. Don't worry. We're gonna be rich. <laughs> Sweet. Well, that's good because we are thirty, and <laughs> yeah, it's time to at least stop being so poor. Yeah. Um, it's okay for Amy though. She's she's not thirty yet. Yeah, she's twenty eight. Yeah. Um, that's actually that's that's uh, the part of this that I'm most interested in is what Amy's take is on being thirty what your feelings are about <laughs> about me being 30 or you being 30 <laughs> uh um well it was about you turning 30 eventually <laughs> yeah, and, why are we doing it wrong <laughs> 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 yeah yeah now i, I definitely have some notes for you <laughs> <laughs> kind of want to hear that too i actually i am a little bit interested in uh um just your perception of of those of us who are 30 like if you've noticed any change in us we go to the bathroom more that's i don't know what else not much (laughs) (laughs) i mean do you feel like you've changed uh what's the biggest difference between your 20s and 30s um I think there's a few. I think, I mean, it, not that it doesn't change overnight, obviously. You know, nothing really does. But, um, you know, I think you go from having not enough money in your 20s to having not enough time in your 30s. Everything just feels so, like, time is such a commodity. Yeah. Um, you know, whereas when you're in your 40s, I think you probably end up having... A decent amount of money and time you know like i for some reason your schedule isn't so booked for some reason i don't know or you know later in life being 30 it's like you still have social obligations with with friends but you haven't alienated all your friends yet <laughs> by skipping too many of their things i right. guess um yeah i there's some physical things definitely i mean um you start noticing that you can't do the things that you used to do like athletically you can't do it you can't um you can't drink (laughs) really you can't stay up late (laughs) yeah i mean you can but it it ruins you for several days yeah early 20s i was able to drink two three nights in a row and still live my life like a normal person now like 
two day hangovers aren't aren't that unheard of. Right. And they were a pain in the ass too. It used to be okay even to be hung over. I mean, all I was gonna do is just like watch The Simpsons with Brian all weekend or something. Yeah. Now it's like I still feel like I have shit to do. I guess all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely feel like I'm. I have to be more mindful of my health. Like, I never cut things out of my diet before. Or, right. Um. You know, I, working out is a really big deal, and not because I'm trying to get totally ripped, but because I'm not trying to. I'm trying to not turn into a blob of, blob of shit. Right. And not not die early yeah like I need don't to... get diabetes <laughs> <laughs> all of that you, <laughs> you look pretty 30. overwhelmed yeah this is... <laughs> i used to be excited about 30 and then you guys started talking and it doesn't sound that good. i i assume the biggest difference would be that i would never lose my car keys again as soon as i turned 30 that could be. I mean, there's a chance of that. Maybe not for you, but no. <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of us, yeah. I could, because I didn't really lose my car keys in my 20s. So I don't think that that's an age, that, that that's an age thing. <laughs> but there is, there is stability, I guess. You know, I'm better at going to the DMV and paying bills. Yeah. That's true. Uh, you know, people usually know where to find me. <laughs> in my 20s, I, I would literally go days without anybody really knowing where the hell I was, necessarily. Yeah. I mean, part of that is because I have a cell phone all the time now. But part of that is just, you know, I'm just more stable. I'm just more of a stable person. I go to little kids' birthday parties, and, you know, I have I own power tools. Um, and some of that's nice. <laughs> Stability is nice. <laughs> I still don't know that we're making you feel much better. <laughs> no, I'm hearing baggage and commitment, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, congratulations on your stability <laughs> and your five-year-old birthday party. And your love handles. <laughs> your love handles. Your pre-diabetes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I I actually feel like I've I've been in my 30s for... Um, you know, over three years now. Jesse's done it for almost a year. <laughs> like, yeah. So, and I'm still way less reliable and way less mature, um, just kind of in the my life's structure than he is. So, I mean, it's kind of like the opportunity is there to be um, more of an adult, but you don't have to be necessarily. Yeah, well, and I'm I'm probably somewhere on the middle of the spectrum because a lot of you know thirty year olds have kids by now, you know they have car payments and kids and mm -hmm. all that kind of crap as well, which I'm glad I don't have. <laughs> I don't think it's necessary to you know become thirty and have to already have kids. Um, not that some people's decisions weren't the right decision to have kids, you know, late twenties, early thirties, but I don't see how the hell you could possibly have your life together enough to, to do that yet. Um, seems impossible. Yeah. Well, I mean, and there, there's definitely a trend right now of people waiting till they're well into their thirties to start having kids. So, um, I think that you're, you're, 
it's it's getting way and way more normalized. Yeah, I think it's becoming more common. I mean, part of, I I talk about this a lot, but I think part of that is just you know, our grandparents maybe finished high school or our grandparents generation maybe finished high school or maybe didn't like maybe yeah. fought in a war or, like instead of college came home and or got out of high school and just got a job where they worked for the entire rest of their life yeah so by 23 you know they'd been in the workforce for five years you know at a job with a pension because you know uh you know because theodore or because um franklin roosevelt was the president you know like they there was actually a safety net there and you know there were guarantees in life Mm -hmm. whereas that's really not there for for our generation so i think it's taking until well into our 30s before we own a home and you know have decided on somebody we're gonna marry because i think we take that a little more seriously than maybe our parents generation did as well yeah i feel like we have more fun things to do than they did too so they yeah. might as well start having kids because there was like no paintball. <laughs> paintball. <is> really... <laughs> That's the whole reason right there. Yeah, paintball That's is fucking paintball. up our fertility rates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's kind of a double-edged sword because you take take a paintball shot to the balls and it slows you down too. But then you have more time for paintball. So it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever you watch old-timey movies. Um, the shit they get excited about, it's like, like a peach. <laughs> like, <laughs> they'd be fucking pumped about a peach. Yeah. Which, like, you know, for us, it's like we've got video games. Right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And they'd marry like the one girl from their town that you know has all our teeth or something. For us, yeah. a peach is like our good deed for the day. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, uh, I'm going to stop fun. drinking Red Bull. And, <laughs> yeah. Now I don't have to work out today. <laughs> I a eat a fruit and vegetable. God, I eat so healthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they, they actually would like take a bite out of fruit and like laugh, like with joy. <laughs> like you'd be so excited that they, at this. Is there a reward for vacuuming? Yeah, for like walking, walking twelve miles to work and back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. Like, what were you guys's expectate when you turned twenty? Where did you think you would be by the time you turned thirty? And who do you think you would be? Oh man, honestly, I don't know that I was thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's one thing about this stage in life is. I actually do think about where I want to be by 40, 50, 60. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think in your 20s, you're kind of worried about the here and now. For sure. Yeah. I definitely didn't think about my 30s at all. I think the only thing that occurred to me was that at some at some point I would turn 30 and then I would probably be scared yeah. of that or that it would feel really weird. Yeah. But it actually does. I mean, I'm 28 right now, but it is not scary. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually pretty excited to get out of my 20s. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I mean, I had no, no idea. And I don't think any of us are the type to like take for granted what we gain from being in our 30s. You know, I don't think any of us would want to go back to being, you know, 22, you don't know shit, have mm-hmm. no skills, no earning power you know no stability 
um i don't think you know yeah you can party and you know get drunk a lot and nobody's really expecting anything of you but i don't know that any of us would go back no way i mean unless we could just <laughs> start over and, well i mean unless you could know what you know now you know yeah which you can't I need the resources sure. i have now too i like i would not go back to being 24 years old and making 13 dollars an hour with yeah college debt on my shoulders right yeah and I used to... being an idiot like <laughs> yeah <laughs> That was hard. <laughs> I used to like, yeah, during when college was, you know, during the school year, if I could make 800 bucks a month, I was pretty stoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, I mean, that was, that was really what I was living on most of the time. In the summer when there wasn't school, I could make more, but not a lot more. I mean, right. Maybe at that point, like two grand a month. Mm-hmm. And I was, I'd be pumped about that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there was definitely a time where I got paid every other week and with each paycheck I had a spare $20 that I could spend on something I needed, like professional clothes or something. I mean, that that was probably the worst time of my life. If you had to, if I could choose one point in my life to not go back to, I think it would be fresh out of college. And life has just gotten exponentially better since since yeah i think about 24 fresh out of college was was so shitty yeah i hated that i think i'd rather be nine and nine-year-olds really suck yeah <laughs> yeah all your friends would be did you know that you suck when, when you i was nine, nine or yeah. 24 <laughs> and nine no but no. that was just because you were dumb like it's not that there wasn't <laughs> it's not that there's not evidence because like this is fun <laughs> <laughs> i was dumb <laughs> I mean, you That's weren't true. particularly dumb. You were nine. You know, you were as dumb as a nine-year-old. But you should be able to guess. Like, nine-year-olds should be able to figure out that they fucking suck. Because your frame of reference is other nine-year-olds. You know they don't. You know they're shitty. Yeah. Like, But when you're nine, you think that you're just better than five-year-olds. Like, that's, yeah. that's all you know. <laughs> like, I can count and shit. Right, yeah. So. Yeah, but... It, and at 20, yeah, what, that was what was weird. I really don't ever think about, I mean, I guess I just thought that maybe things would just work out at some point, mm-hmm. you know, between being 22 and being 30. I just thought, you know, shit would work out. I also thought by the time I was 30 that, you know, that that's old as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, that you're really old when you're 30. Mm-hmm. And so who really cares about that point? Yeah. I, I felt like I was getting old when I was like 25. Like when I turned 25, I was like, holy shit. But yeah, and it turns out that time sucked. Mm-hmm. Like it turns out your college degree isn't actually worth as much as you thought it was. Yep. You're paying all the debt. You still don't have, you know, work experience in any kind of professional way. Like you have no nothing to offer the world really except a degree, which everyone else has. And you're paying a ton for that degree Yeah. at that point. And I had no hope for the future either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was the first time that I was thinking about the future and what would happen when I get older. But I didn't know that that, that time wouldn't continue forever. I thought right. forever I would be struggling. And When I think the two of us responded to that by, you know, just always thinking about going back to school or trying to go get different, like more and more schooling. Mm-hmm. Um you know, some sort of advanced degree or something like that. It, it never happened for us, but I, I think that was just because careers happened before we could make that materialize. But 
there was like a a period of like flailing like okay shit I, I this isn't i wasn't ready to play for keeps yet right i want to go back into like the nursery mm-hmm. <laughs> like i want to go back to to school like racking up debt and not having to balance budgets and you know and then when i get out i can just automatically be a professional something right and you know but now that you're 30 there's still a lot of friction in terms of what your future career is going to be but there's a lot more clarity too which i value Hmm. i'm having a real hard time like (laughs) um i don't know it it, the the parallels just aren't there for me (laughs) Yeah, well, your yours is yeah, because yours is quite a bit different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I didn't get my degree until I was thirty-two, and then right before I turned thirty-three, I quit doing the job that I had been doing for most of my twenties and the early part of my thirties that actually was pretty stable and was making decent money. Um, to be self-employed and basically take some risks so yeah i mean mine mine is a little bit backwards yeah because you actually had um you're one of the few people in our generation that did kind of what we were describing like our grandparents and some even our parents did which is go find a job with a pension you know with a retirement account and everything where it's stable you get steady raises and you're making you know at very least median income um you know you flail you fucked around for a little while you know it took you a little while to find that job but you did find it fairly early on um so i guess it was it was a lot different in that regard and then you actually regressed back to like (laughs) like being like the total state of flux right that the rest of us had when you know basically getting out of college yeah yeah so does this time suck for you it's scary it's it's weird i i wouldn't say it sucks um i mean i still like i i am living a little bit like a um you know like a 24 year old in a lot of ways like trying to live cheap um you know playing music and like still aspiring to make that into a career um but i'm still approaching it as a 30 year old who actually knows how to live cheap um, despite the fact that the money is there and um, you know taking a professional approach to everything I do even if it does appear to be um, you know kind of immature aspirations I'm guessing you have more confidence in yourself too I mean when I was when I was actually 24 I had I I didn't even know if I learned anything in college, so I didn't know if I was a good employee or if I would make money with that or, you know, like you've at least made money, had a job, so you definitely have confidence in yourself like that you can succeed, which comes after your mid-twenties. Yeah, that was a scary time. Like, like wait, how? so how's this all going to shake out, you know? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be one of the, you know, am I going to be one of the, one of the earners or am I going to be a loser like mm-hmm. right now I'm a loser <laughs> you know mm-hmm. when you're 25 it's like yeah I'm a loser I have this stupid job yeah like just the same job I had in, in college because I can't find a new one right 
and my supervisor has like less education than I do. Sucks at their job. Like, yeah. Total asshole, and they're my supervisor. Right, but you've never been tested in a real job, and you can't like get anybody to give you a chance to test yourself. Yeah. So what would you say was your favorite age in life then? I mean, my, my least favorite for sure was 24 years old. Well, if you had to go back to one age, what would it be? Man, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would go back. Yeah, 33. <laughs> <laughs> I just stay 33 because 33 is pretty awesome. Hmm. I mean, it's just basically positioning, but... Um, Oh, 21 really wasn't bad. I was pretty stupid, and it, and stuff was hard. But um, I was pretty depressed, I guess. So yeah, yeah, 21 sucked. Never mind. <laughs> See, I because I feel like my entire adult life, like meaning like 18 years old and on, I've kind of been in a way working towards something I still haven't achieved. But at least right now, I'm 10 years closer that, you know, if I went back all the way back to 20, like, even then, I felt like I was scratching and clawing, like, you know, towards, mm -hmm. I didn't know what towards at the time, but mostly just to stay afloat, pay for, you know, pay for bills and books and tuition, you know, at that point, the tuition bubble hadn't, like, the student loan bubble hadn't really started, so it was actually a little harder to even get enough student loans to live off of. Um, and, you know, our parents didn't actually help us with college. So it wasn't like it was just this fun party time. It was still hard. And, you know, at least now I have I'm, – I'm more well-equipped to handle life at this point. If I could take that with me back, back you know, back with me back in time, I, I would gladly do it, but I can't. You know, I, I mean, I can't go back either way. But <laughs> if I could, you know, that would be okay, but – the the problems I was facing then really stressed me out and it, they were hard to overcome for me and now looking back I'm like those problems were stupid mm. you had stupid problems <laughs> like and they were your fault and it kind of makes me think that you know 40 will be better than 30 actually I was actually just wondering that because for me I look forward to turning 30 for me it feels like a major landmark and everything's going to be kind of better things will be sorted out so I was wondering once you turn 30 if you get another like landmark like that that you're looking forward to or a time when it seems like everything will be sorted out by then yeah I mean I think by then I don't know yeah I, I guess if I were to speculate um maybe 40 is when I mean I you, we're still gonna have career struggles in the next decade you know all of us mm -hmm. um you know maybe 40 is when you can maybe sit back and take a deep breath about that mm -hmm. your kids will be a little older you know they'll be able to at least not die if you're not constantly paying attention to them yeah um you know assuming we have kids in the next four years or something mm -hmm. but um i don't know i <laughs> maybe maybe we'll look maybe we'll do a podcast in 10 years and we'll be like actually we had no idea what it was like to be 40 and we barely even thought about it save for that one podcast where we asked each other yeah it wouldn't surprise me if i know nothing about first of all who i am now <laughs> or what i know or what the point of all of this is or what's what's to come it 
that's been a theme throughout my life, so it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. If that's repeated. I think you probably get a little more um, focused on the on like your nuclear family, maybe like mm-hmm. just what's going on in your house. You know, you see friends less often and become okay with that, mm-hmm. perhaps. Um, which to me kind of sounds shitty, but I I think probably you know when you're going through it, it seems okay. Mm-hmm. And then fifties when you start to like regain your individuality because your kids are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know one thing I like really hated about the mid 20s and tell me if you guys relate to this at all but the whole you know I feel like when you hang out with or meet people who who were also in their mid 20s they really just want to talk about what station in life you're in and what station in life they're in um, may like to seek some sort of validation or something it seems very much I, I meeting 30 year olds now other 30 year olds I don't they aren't impressed if you're a lawyer and they're not judgmental if you're you know a musician <laughs> <laughs> that's not, not where I thought you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah because yeah that's not at all where I thought you were going with that because like yeah I mean it's something um, being a musician throughout my 20s especially as I got older um, was something that I was a little bit self-conscious about I was like man all these people are going to all my friends are going to school they're getting degrees and they're going on to get jobs as engineers and lawyers and um, and shit like that you know um, and it made it made it feel uh, pretty unsubstantial that I was still playing music you know that that feels like the type of thing that you do when you're you know 16 17 and then by the time you're 22 you give up on it you know yeah but then like uh in in my 30s though like all those people who um who became lawyers and became engineers all of a sudden are really intrigued by the fact that I'm playing music. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of us, it's like we're present company included, like not that far away from just dropping everything and making a huge life change too. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just kind of like, you know, you're talking to somebody and they're like, oh yeah, I quit my job and not did all that shit. And they, they aren't like, oh, good for you. Or, you know, they're just like, yeah, you did that. <laughs> like you're mm-hmm. one of those that end, ended up doing that. Like, mm-hmm. like you're what could be me. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like I'm just, you know, my boss, you know, singing happy birthday to me away one more time. You know, I'm just one more of those away from just quitting my job and, <laughs> you know (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what Amy maybe you can enlighten us what it's like to work in an office I just imagine that shit happens to you (laughs) one more birthday card with a name on it that I've never heard before (laughs) yeah fucking out of here I mean definitely the birthday cake club gets annoying (laughs) is that a thing at your office that's a thing at every office especially if women work there where 
you get a cake on your birthday, but then you have to buy the next person a cake. So it's a little depressing when your birthday comes because you know you have to buy the next person a cake. And sometimes you get in a bit of an arms race and people will start asking for more and more expensive cakes, a cheesecake or um, one of those. There's like this cake from the market that's like $60 or something and some asshole will ask for that. Oh, son of a bitch. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. <laughs> that's about the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> like e- every single cake is subject to inflation. Mm-hmm. That yeah, yep. Mutually assured cake destruction. <laughs> like, why not just buy your own cake? Right. Could, Are could, you asking could, us? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So could we, we don't just, have an answer. Yeah. We, um, could you guys just buy your own cakes? From now? <laughs> I'm fine with that. I don't want to buy your gluten-free cake. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that like that just that type of shit, like you know, just every day being the same. And in order to break up the monotony, you have to buy Tiffany a cake. Yeah. Like really? Mm-hmm. Right. You maybe put up like some ghosts made of Kleenex, like on your cubicle or something. <laughs> like around Halloween. <laughs> <sighs> Guess I'm realizing you guys have never had office jobs. <laughs> yeah. <that's true>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you do start to look forward to that shit, but it's like way better than the typical politics. You know, like it actually is exciting to put up little ghosts or I guess I mean even if you have to buy someone else a cake, at least you have cake. Otherwise it's like every morning the same. Good morning. How are you? How was your weekend? Yeah. Just the small talk, the politics, the faking it. It's just it's that's that's what grinds on you it's not actually you know what's funny is actually like we my company i mean we all go to different job sites every morning um but i end up talking to everything everyone every morning um you know we we basically have just our own kind of similar patterns that we get into they're just not the girl version it's the guy version like, how are you doing? Well, all right for a Monday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, man. Yeah, you said that every fucking Monday for the past six years. Stop it. That It was the same way when I was working in public works. Like, I, I had a really hard time showing up to work on time, and it wasn't because of the work. It was the sitting around the table in the break room before the day starts and talk and just just the shit that we talk about like they like you ask each other so what'd you what'd you do last night after work it's like we get off work at five um you know sometimes driving through traffic it takes an hour we start the day at uh at 6 30 in the morning so there's not a whole lot of time in the evening to do anything so it's pretty much you're, what you're basically asking. What did you What did you watch on TV last night, and what did you eat for dinner? And sometimes they even quit beating around the bush, and it is such a boring conversation. And it it seriously takes years off of your life to have to be a part of that, like yeah. to a point where um, somewhere along the line, I just made a commitment to. If I'm going to say anything, um, I'm not going to give generic answers, generic responses. I'm just not going to do it. Like if someone asks me, so how was your night? 
like, I'm gonna be brutally fucking honest. I'm gonna be like, man, I had, like, the most, I had explosive diarrhea that, like, just absolutely wrecked my toilet. So. (laughs) (laughs) You asked. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's better than saying, yeah, it was good, you know, just like the night before and the night before. But they don't care if you had explosive diarrhea either. Like, they don't care. Yeah. Either way. I know. But, but I, I mean, they learn not to ask me, though. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like some people still just would. Maybe. Well, because you don't know what else to say. I mean, I have to admit that sometimes I'm that person. No, I know what I'm doing it. You know, I'll say, right now, the question to ask people is, oh, what are your plans for Thanksgiving? Do you go out of state? Do you stay here? Right. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I know. I don't. But care I have to talk to them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Like, am I gonna so go I report it to anyone else? Like, guess what? Guess what? Jessica's doing for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Jessica yeah. goes home to Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Her, yeah. Her brother lives in Washington. He'll be there, but his, her other brother won't. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Nobody cares. But yeah, you just ask it because you have to. You know, I guess. I mean, we live in a fucking society. Like, you have to talk to people. Yeah, you have to talk to people. I mean, I definitely, I recognize, too, that people like to talk about themselves, too. Um, It's gotten more generic. You know, I've I've quit asking questions to genuinely learn about people. And now it's just, okay, people really, people like to talk about themselves. So let me just ask them about their weekend or their plans or. Yeah. And it's generic and I'm part of it. Yeah. And it works. <laughs> but I'm part of it too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I just think it's different. Like guys and girls just have a slightly different variation on it. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if we're the only ones. I mean, Amy probably knows this better than than I would. I, I haven't traveled nearly as much as I'd like to. I just wonder if that happens everywhere or if that's a white people in the U.S. thing. No, it definitely happens everywhere. Um, like in Nepal, instead of saying like "How are you?", they'll ask you, "Did you eat today?" <laughs> See, th- why don't more people just come up to me and ask me if I ate today? First of all, we do not need that in America. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> ate. Like, I, I can see clearly that you've eaten today. It's more fun for Asians. Because <laughs> yeah. you know. it truly is a 50 50 proposition. <laughs> yeah. but, but I'm saying, in, in, I mean, this kind of comes back to the 30 year old not being a 30 year old type of thing. I mean, like, if somebody came up to me and asked me if I ate today, um, Lately, especially uh, in the last like month or so since I quit my job, uh, the answer could very well be no, but thank you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, I still wouldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So you don't have to ask, but like it'd be awesome if some random stranger asked me if I ate today. As in, no. What are you offering? Like, well, like at the beginning of phone conversations or something. Oh, John, have you eaten today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we just have such a weird relationship with food here. You can't ask people that. No. Yeah. I, you, you don't want to ask people, like, what did you put in your big white body? <laughs> 
Like, yeah, if you ask me if I ate today, I would think you're calling me fat. Yeah. <laughs> and I would lie, and I would say, no, no, ladies don't eat. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> we don't. We just, well, we eat beets, and that's it. <laughs> beets and mojitos. <laughs> Those little those little bullshit tomatoes that are like the size of a grape mm-hmm. <laughs> only a couple yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only a couple they have a lot of sugar they're actually a fruit that's the other thing that i picture <laughs> about a, an office job having never actually had one is just like a little refrigerator full of like tupperware cups that mm-hmm. have like salad yeah like not even an actual salad just like a little bit of lettuce or like some sprouts maybe mm-hmm. and like three cherry tomatoes mm-hmm. the best was working in an office that was half dietitians and half latina women because it was half salads like absolutely no carbs and half like fucking cheesy like <laughs> burritos and soup and I don't, like just a shit ton of food that everyone was sharing and chips and salsa there <laughs> <laughs> was a clear division and all of the dietitians had like bright little bags for their little salad and <laughs> <laughs> the latinas had like a little plastic bag it's just still in the bag that they that it came in when it they says, went through the drive through the day <laughs> <laughs> Like, go get some hot wings for lunch. <laughs> That's good for you, though. <laughs> Work with some people who do it way different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked it. <clears throat> no, the people with salads, like, made me feel like shit every day because I would be eating something normal, like a sandwich. But the Latinos, or Latinas, they would always... I mean, they'd be a little disappointed, but then they'd also share. That's yeah. the other thing. They always share. So then I'd get, like, chips and salsa with my sandwich or whatever. I mean, can people really sustain themselves on a salad in the middle of the day? Or do they just go home hungry No, I'm pretty shit? sure that they went back to their office and then ate their real lunch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, like, went out for lunch, I guess, second yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. So back to the subject of being 30 – um what's like the main thing for you guys that stands out to you that you're like i'm 30 i'm a fully formed adult why like it's ridiculous that i still do this one behavior amy besides you losing all your shit (laughs) (laughs) that's what was coming to my mind i mean i'm not 30 yet and i'm hoping that that'll end but um that's definitely up there um for me, it's more that I haven't completely formed the habit of brushing my teeth twice a day. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do that. Brush my teeth at least once a day, but sometimes... That's such bullshit. You've always had the best teeth and you never fucking brush them. I didn't say never. I said just not twice every <laughs> single day. You're disgusting. Don't you? <laughs> doesn't your fair. mouth just feel freaking gross? Yeah. Yeah. It does. And you're just like, okay, leaving the house with a gross-ass mouth? No. A nasty mouth? I always brush my teeth in the morning, Uh, not always at night. Okay. Mm. 
still. I don't know why that made more sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I can't but fall asleep. you have a full with, day of stuff. I can't. Yeah. I can't no, I sleep with nasty okay. mouth. No. Um, for me, it, I don't. I wish I didn't even answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we just cre- this is definitely a judgmental space. We cre- <laughs> no, shit. this is not a trust circle. Yeah, this is not a trust circle. Um, for me, it's the amount of candy I consume. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. Candies for like ten-year-olds and younger. <laughs> you really ten-year-old candy too. I mean, you don't just eat like. <laughs> yeah dark chocolate you eat fucking like gummy sour animals. patch kids yeah <laughs> so good <laughs> and like the what color skittles like the pink bag or something <laughs> well, tell, there's tell not them a, what your favorite is there's not a bad bag of skittles <laughs> <laughs> everyone's they had blenders for a while they did away with blenders <laughs> that was like a orangish bag yeah i mean skittles you can't go wrong but um I shouldn't fall for like candy gimmicks for sure as a 30 year old, but I freaking do. I lose like, I'll leave money in my pocket still. That feels pretty young to me. Like, I don't know. I didn't really have that problem when I was in my 20s because I didn't really have money to forget about. Well, in my 20s, I mean, I would still do it. I would just, I just knew that was a source of income. <laughs> so when I needed to, I'd go through all of my pockets. But Yeah. Huh. I leave my 401k in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> that's another, I don't give a fuck about my retirement, and I probably should by now. <laughs> yeah, that's probably something. To yeah, worry about. yeah, yeah. My accountant even tells me, he's like, put money in there. I'm like, shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shut up, you're old. Uh, another thing I do, so I have this routine that I go through, um, and I've admitted this to John, but it's uh, like before I work out, like there's probably a 20-minute deal I go through. Like I get all my workout clothes on, and I I make I mix up some assault, <laughs> which is just like a, a supplement that gets you all hopped up and makes you feel hot and like like itchy, <laughs> but it makes you work out really hard. And then I'll like watch videos of people fighting. Like <laughs> I don't like sit down. Like I'll just set up my laptop and watch videos of fights and drink a salt. <laughs> like listen to punk rock music. Like to in order to like get amped up to go. You work do like out. a clockwork orange treatment on yourself. <laughs> yeah. <I get> <laughs> do drops of a salt in your eyeball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus. Watch a woman get like beat to death. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, I never really thought about it. It's exactly like that scene in Clockwork Orange every time I go to work out. And then he puts 10 minutes in on the elliptical. (laughs) He's done for the day. Stop up and get some candy on the way. I still wear tennis shoes a lot. That's the other thing. I mean, like exclusively. Yeah. And jeans, baggy jeans. No, you guys definitely dress better now, though, than you used to. We wear, we wear way more flannel, apparently, but, I mean. Yeah. Right, that's yeah. better. Our shirts button up, but beyond, yeah, I, I feel like my jeans are are too baggy for a 33-year-old. They and are. Don't my, listen to her, they are. Yeah, and I my, didn't say great, <laughs> better. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you had to always trick us into getting haircuts, even. <laughs> yeah. I just had a positive reward system, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was really comfortable with just looking like shit all the time in my 20s. Yeah. That being said, I just recently started washing my face. I don't know if you guys wash your faces. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I don't yeah. wash my face. I mean, if it gets washed in the shower, that's cool, but... Mm. Yeah, I told myself by the time I turned 30, I would start washing my face. So I just started doing that. Nice. Is it, what's You're ahead of the game. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Has it changed your life? Um, you feel 30? Yeah. I, my skin, well, you know how I have the red skin. Yeah. Like I'm allergic to everything. <laughs> no, it's gotten a lot better. Got a tiny pink face. <laughs> yeah. It's no less tiny. <laughs> no less pink. It's no less pink. <laughs> but it's uh. moist. <laughs> Which is nice. <laughs> I mean, do you guys have any major goals for your 30s? Um... I can um, set some for you. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, let's you hear. can stand and wash that your face. <laughs> totally rhetorical question. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely. Jesse, I think you could use some culture. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I only hang out with white dudes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I could use some culture. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you're right. <laughs> mm-hmm. John, I actually don't have any goals. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Doing it right. <laughs> the tables have turned. I want to, I generally want to start looking more and more like an adult. Yeah, I've been on that quest. I don't know. I don't know if John is, but Jesse and I are cursed with looking really young. Yeah. Um, which most people think would be a good thing, but it's not, especially in a professional setting. Actually, it's not in any setting. You never want people to think that you're young and stupid. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I mean, I own a business, and I ask people for money. Mm -hmm. Like, Right, yeah. I mean, it feels, I'm conscious of it all the time. Right. I'm trying to convince people that I have however many years of work experience. Yeah. And I look and talk like a child. Yeah. And um, that's the problem. So. Yeah. The good news for you is you just look like a typical millennial. I, like, I, I feel like uh, millennials just kind of have this like baby-faced look. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> before long, you're going to match the entire workforce. <laughs> so it'll be fine. Uh, well, I hope so. I um, didn't wear sunglasses at all while I was traveling in... Asia so it was four months no sunglasses and I came back with these wrinkles which I was like these squint lines which oh, yeah. I was pretty excited about <laughs> so I try and squint a little when I'm in a job interview <laughs> show off those wrinkles <laughs> work experience um, yeah I've got, got a lot <laughs> like wheeze a little bit it's like the opposite of like mating rituals like make yourself seem as shitty and used up as you can like like do you always have a hunched back or <laughs> you're gonna have to talk into my good ear <laughs> 
so back to the original question do you guys have any <laughs> do you have any goals for your 30s um man boring ones <laughs> i want to have kids i want to continue to build my business um want to yeah i don't know i mean I, I yeah i just have the boring standard ones i suppose i mean i guess stop eating candy maybe i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah look more like an adult maybe even start driving an adult car mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean right now i just drive like a work truck but it's kind of a crappy one you mm-hmm. know um get my shit together a little bit i i still need to be more i need to be better about routines Mm. i'm bad at routines still but haven't you built your life around not having routines for that reason yeah yeah (laughs) but still like there's there's some value in you know having a time where you sit down and pay all your bills Mm. that's so you don't miss bills yeah i'm bad at paying bills (laughs) yeah so i need to get better at kind of crap like that that's one goal in my in my 30s Mm. is to get to a point where you know bills are never an emergency (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know i never get the second bill or you know right wait too long to renew my license or you know crap like that yeah i'd like to get more stable when it comes to that but all that stuff is just so hard how about you john any goals Mm, well, for, I mean, for me, stability is kind of a, um, it, I don't know, it, it's it's kind of a moving target, so, like, I don't know exactly what it looks like, so, for me, it, it was just, you know, when I turned 30, right before I turned 30, I was pretty nervous about being 30, and then when I turned 30, I kind of realized that, uh, that I had a lot of momentum behind me. I was doing a lot of good things. I was maturing a lot and I was moving forward a lot in a lot of different ways. And um, and so I guess my goal is to just continue that momentum, you know, continue to, to progress. Like if that means buying a house, I'd buy a house. If it means I get married and have kids, then that happens, you know, career, whatever. Whatever it is, as long as it's, forward progress that's that's my only goal Hmm. and let that carry me into my 40s what about you amy Mm, i'm definitely feeling a lack of stability career-wise so i mean i guess just to have a better picture of that otherwise i don't know I, i guess i just have this general romantic vision of my 30s where the 20s especially the early 20s were so terrible that I just assume everything will be better maybe I'm putting too much into my 30s but um, as far as specific goals go no not not particularly what about is there anything that you want to accomplish before you turn 30 I would like to do something I, I feel like it might when I turn 29 and I only have a few months to plan this but I should do something in my last year of my 20s. I don't know what that is. Um, Be it move somewhere else or start a business or something big. I feel like I should take advantage of my last year of my 20s. Um, I don't know if that'll happen, but it feels like I should. 
if you uh, were able to send a fax back to you know two thousand four, if I were able to send a fax, period, <laughs> it's really the only obstacle here. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> people stop fucking asking other people to fax shit. If you ask people to fax shit, you're the worst. Mm-hmm. You're an asshole. Email. Nobody yeah. has a goddamn you're, fax machine. You're, and that's that's why that's the only reason to ask them, just so that when they say no, because I don't have a fax machine, I don't have access to a fax machine, then you can get up on your high horse about it. Right. It, or like not provide them with what they need. Like, oh, you need you need me to pay you? Just fax me the bill. Fucking, I I pay for a service where, so I basically scan the document and email it mm-hmm. to an email address, and they transfer it into a fax somehow. I pay these people for that. How much is that? I mean, it's not much. It's like twenty bucks a year, but uh. um, I still have to pay somebody to like <laughs> send a fax for me because I don't. Um, but anyways, if you could send a fax back to you back to yourself, you know, circa two thousand five, something like you know, mid twenties early 20s to mid 20s what advice would you give that person i mean easy hands down like it gets better (laughs) yeah i just absolutely was not sure of that yeah and i man i it's a tough message to get across Mm -hmm. to myself at that age but um yeah it gets better um be confident you know that's that's something that i there's no way I could convince a younger version of myself to be confident, but, um, but I mean that's that was the number one thing uh, that kept me from um, from progressing the way I wanted to. It's complete lack of confidence. Confidence is a weird thing too because I I mean people would talk about how important it is, you know, and how how. Um, how appealing that is to other people even you know if you're single or whatever like mm-hmm. be confident but that it just seems like this this horrible catch 22 or something it's like okay well i'm not confident so mm-hmm. so you... i suck so everyone knows that yeah you also kind of have a false sense of what confidence is too you know like you think oh i just need to be confident that means i need to never be sad or i need to never look like shit or you know i need to <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's impossible standards um and then kind of as you get older you start to realize that being confident is just accepting that you know sometimes you are sad and sometimes things are difficult but that's yeah but it in it i mean i think a good way to you you need some sort of victory from which to draw confidence mm-hmm. and in your early 20s early to mid 20s there aren't many victories to be had no except small vi- you know you can still win small victories mm-hmm. and i think that that is important mm-hmm. to keep you know set yourself up to win smaller victories yeah um you know one thing i i tell myself basically on a constant basis now which i wish i had told myself on a constant basis you know, when I was 22, 23, is one year from now, you'll wish you had started today. Mm-hmm. One year from now, you'll you'll wish that you'd set this whole thing in motion today. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, because I think in my 20s, I did think that there was unlimited time and, mm-hmm. you know, nothing I really was doing was of consequence. I, I just sort of needed to ride it out. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, there were things I could have set in motion then that it would have made a big difference 
or at least wouldn't have hurt, mm -hmm. you know, would have been more beneficial than, you know, taking Chuck Norris shots or <laughs> <laughs> playing words, Worms World Party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or just wallowing in lack of confidence or lack of direction, you know. Mm -hmm. do, do something, even if it doesn't end up being the right thing, you know. Yeah. Do something that's trying, that's advancing yourself. Because that's the age when, you know, you can develop good habits mm -hmm. and, you know, everything you do will have, will be, exp you know, you'll get exponential results mm -hmm. from it because at that point things are so pliable in your future. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have listened to that advice at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, there were definitely people around who were trying to tell me these things, but were they though or were they just not interested <laughs> they may have just been not interested i, I don't like know i mean i feel like interested. at least on tv or whatever <laughs> they were telling me to be confident and yeah have faith in tv's a little future. different than though than somebody you know if somebody who has what you think that you want mm -hmm. it's it's and they tell you something like that i think it makes a big difference or yeah. you know tv is like every show has a positive message at the end right yeah it, it just becomes whitewash so i guess on that note um we're gonna wrap this up uh you can find us on itunes this is the sibling ravelry podcast rate rate and review um go to john's website sportsbrainsoak.com if you're interested in all at all in sports um we'll generally be releasing one of these a week so um definitely subscribe rate and review because that's that's what we appreciate most and that's what moves us up in the rankings so um anything else you guys want to say i'm excited to turn 30 yeah 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 i expect everyone to get me a cake okay oh, yeah. <laughs> i'll get you a cake so you in turn have to get somebody else a cake. <laughs> deal uh yeah so uh thanks a lot for listening guys Because she is living out the movie Idiocracy right now. She is. Yeah. I wonder if she's going to listen to this. I wonder if I need to edit this part out. I think so, because it also came about very awkwardly. Yeah. Fuck. What came about awkwardly? What we're talking about right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, three, two. Why did you you counted down too soon? Maybe the next person to count down should have something to say. <laughs>